The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, what's going on, folks? I've got the Rob Brandt voice working today. Oh my God! It's uh, you know this uh, been coughing like an idiot, and uh, well, this is it's you know sounds like I've smoked fifteen packs of cigarettes. It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, it's time for the Lost Zane recordings, a free view of the Lost Zane recordings. And if you know, uh, I start to like raise my voice, it actually physically hurts. I am uh, putting this together for you on Sunday night. It is 8.23 p.m. as I speak. I realize I'm seated here in my underwear, and the window to the studio is open, and my neighbors can probably see me. That's embarrassing. Okay, so uh, the Lost Zane recordings. For my time at 107.3 WBBL, and uh, I released two of these full episodes on my Patreon a week. Mondays and Fridays, okay? So I like to give you a taste of it right here and uh, just a little sampling of what goes on on the Lost Zane recordings. The full show available on my Patreon along with a a, a ton of other material that I post there. Uh, About 15 hours a week. So if you listen to the free podcast and you like it, well, you know, check out the Patreon because you might need uh, some more time to be filled with uh, podcasts. And I've got just the thing for you. The daily Patreon bonus is what is uh, available on there, not to mention Lost Zane Recordings. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with Dale taking you on for cash. You can win cash. And uh, also the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and the Insane Asylum. All there for you on my Patreon. Okay, enjoy the free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Good morning. This is the Eric Zane Show, show number 120. Thanks for joining us. The uh, 3rd of October, weather today. You'll see a little cloud, see a little sun and a high up around 69. It's 56 right now. It's actually supposed to warm up as the week goes on a little. Not bad at all, I guess. It's fall. Julius is here. Julius, how are you, buddy? Good morning. Yeah, it's warm. Well, yeah, and I'm glad we'll you... We'll get to that. Yeah. In fact, let's just get to it now. Um, I, I was at the radio station on Sunday for... Um, I had to head down to the uh, Art Price Studios, and it, I was like, boy, it is uncomfortably warm in here. What is... Uh, and... I saw Andrew, the dude who worked on the overnight, mm-hmm. and Jessica. They were both messing around with the thermostat, trying to get it to cool down, and nobody could get it going. It was really strange. So, uh, is that officially broke? Is that is it's that officially broken? Yep, we have no air in in half the floor, and it happens to be our half. Yay! Yeah, that's a drag, man. When I was when I saw you still wearing your coat, I was like, "What the hell are yeah, you doing?" Yeah, just it just hit me. It's like, boy, I'm already starting to sweat. We can't have that. So, ooh, boy, 
And I know, I mean, I hate this. Well, it, I, I imagine you do because um, typically Julius sets it and, uh, you know, he, he's usually wearing shorts. Still wearing shorts. Went back to him because I found out that the air was broken. Warm enough. You, you can definitely pull it off. <laughs> and uh, we, we usually drop it down to about 66, 67 in here. And I don't complain. I just I just put on a code. I don't want. I don't want. I mean, he's already about to snap ninety percent of the time. So I don't. I don't Very wanna, true. Yep. I don't want to piss him off. Have I ever pissed you off? I don't think so. Is there anything that stands out as boy? I don't know. Yeah, he opened Don's mic. That usually says. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, not really. No, uh, not that I can think of. Tyler's minding his own business sitting there, and he's just shaking his head now. He's like, wait, what? What did I do? Tyler, how are you, buddy? Welcome in. I'm doing good. How are you? We're all family here, aren't we? He's kind of like a brother. Yeah, kind of that mean brother. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Usually the middle, where Tyler sits, is warmer. Today, it's like cool in there. Okay. Probably because it's like 70. I think it's up to 78 in here. We could all go into that middle studio and do the show there. Just do it from Tyler's right. mic. Yeah, of course. We can gather around one microphone. <laughs> Tyler has a uh, kind of like a um, a heat miser thing going with his excessive hair growth. His The hair on top of his head is growing out. And his his facial hair is... Uh, is he kind of looks like a combination uh, of one of the wildings on Game of Thrones and the... He- you know that you know that redheaded he dude? He looks like Thorman. Thorman, that's Just less guy. manly. He looks like a combination of, of like, uh, special ed Thorman and, <laughs> and, and the heat miser. <laughs> hey, Thorman! Don't... Are you okay with us calling you Thorman? Because Thorman is a badass on Game of Thrones. Whatever, man. <laughs> he doesn't watch Game of Thrones, but Thormund is a badass. But he's more like a mix of Thormund and the girl that John's boning earlier on. Okay, Egret. Egret, yep. yeah. Boy, I liked her. She yeah. was amazing. Um, touched by fire. <laughs> it's like, where was she touched by fire? <laughs> I'm not sure. Explain that, John. So Don has this uh, this long hair going. He, he dropped by the Art Price Studios yesterday. And before we get to the catastrophe that are the lions and the tigers, let me just say, I walked into this 100-degree studio, and Jessica was here. Now, she was running the board for the Lions game, and I, I thought it was going to be somebody else, but I had a plan when I came in because now what I'm doing at the Urban Institute of Contemporary Art from noon to 2 is basically sitting there mm-hmm. because I come into the radio station like 35 minutes before, and just to avoid the weirdness because I only have 60 seconds to say, hey, I'm at the UICA, come see me for Art Prize. And just to avoid that nonsense of doing it live while the Lions broadcast in the pregame right. from Sean Belegian, hot takes and things like that are going on. Can't have as a hot of takes as he wants to have anymore, though, yeah. working for the Lions. So um, you, you kind of have to polish that turd if you work for the Lions because they get upset. Yeah, you got to be very careful. Oh, yeah. But uh, so in between that, I, I was supposed to be heard on WBBL. I just pre-recorded them. I just said, hey, and you know, down at the urban, come see me, blah, blah, blah. But I, as I was walking into the studio, I saw Andrew, the guy who works a lot. He was working just now. Oh, Andrew. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go walk, and I go, Andrew, I need you. What? I go, don't ask questions. Just sit down right there. Where... Sit down. I need you. <laughs> sit down where Julia sits, and I'm going to, and when I talk to you, answer me. Okay. I go, don't worry. I got this. It's not as weird as it sounds. So the, the first break, 
I say, yeah, I'm uh, the Urban Institute, blah, blah, blah. Hey, in the very next segment, the next time you hear my voice, I'll be joined uh, by former Lions coach Wayne Fonts, who's down at Art Prize today. Come on down and see Coach Fonts, and uh, he'll join me on the air next. And it's Andrew. I go, Andrew, so, uh, or I go, Coach Fonts, so what do you think about this year's team? And Andrew, in his dopey 18-year-old voice, or however old he is, oh, no, no, I'm hoping for a win. Uh, go Lions. And so oh. that ends. The next segment, I say, all right, uh, the next segment, Scott Mitchell, former Lion quarterback, much maligned, and uh, also contestant of The Biggest Loser will be in next. It's Andrew again. Oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, go. it's just him. So we finish that. It's four one-minute breaks. It's dumb. And then I get done, and Jessica is standing next to me, and she looks at me with a wary eye, young Jessica, and she goes, wait a minute. That's not a good idea. The I go, what? I go, like, who I cares? A great idea. I go, it's, another, it's no big deal, really. I don't know. The Lions are going to get mad at you. <laughs> I go, first of all, they won't find out. Yeah, no. Second of all, don't worry about it. And apparently, when I left, she was like, I don't know if I should play this. And then Andrew's like, just do it. And besides, if it's any problem, blame Zane. It's his fault. <laughs> and of course, nothing happened, no. as far as I know. Of course, if Jack and Ed comes marching in here at 10.05, well, uh, yeah, I got a call from the Lions. <laughs> so it was a great big sports weekend in Michigan. Oh, yeah. What a catastrophe. Super You know, good. outside of uh, um, if uh, the University of Michigan, which, by the way, let's talk about that first because that was a great game. The, yes, that was it was. an awesome, defensive, badass football game. I mean, these guys were killing each other. You weren't going to see a lot of big playmaker stuff like offensive No, fanciness. you weren't. This I, was, I was very excited to watch that game. That was a fun game to watch corn- if you like that kind of de- oh, defensive game. Oh, my God, was that devastating. I mean, this, these teams are going back. Backwards, when they got three yards, it was a victory. <laughs> I mean, it was something. And then uh, for Michigan to pull it out late after that long pass, they snuck one through there. Boom. They're in business. They win. It was like 7 nothing for it seemed like forever. You're like, Wisconsin's very hell? good. Oh, yeah, yeah they're that, really they are, good. They are a tough-ass team. The fact that Michigan only held them to seven points after them scoring 30 on Michigan State, I, I was expecting a little bit higher scoring game than that. Turns out Michigan State's not good, but... Well, yeah, and then you have that. Michigan State at uh, taking on Indiana. Uh, boom! I mean, just like that, they're in trouble. They are screwed this year. What was this? There was They had held them without points for like three quarters. And then all of a sudden, uh, Indiana just comes roaring back and they win the game in overtime. Yep. Man. Unbelievable. Man. Michigan oh. State has fallen hard. Yeah, that's uh, state fans are licking their wounds, no doubt. Okay, now... What is a bigger disappointment, the Tigers or the Lions, in your opinion? I would say the Tigers. Tigers, for sure. They had a, uh, they had a gift wrap for them. With um, they, they were playing the second worst team in the league to finish off the season. Did Toronto lose that final game? Uh, I stopped paying attention after the Tigers lost because I, I was following all the games. I was going back from the Baltimore yeah. to the Toronto game. Toronto actually ended up winning that game, so it wouldn't have mattered yesterday. No, it wouldn't have. But the fact that they ran into a team that was actually playing pretty well, and uh, but nobody sees that. They just think, oh, God, Atlanta's terrible. And then, mm-hmm. they, But the Tigers had no business. They have no business being the playoffs anyway. Apparently so, not, no. You know, I mean, I'm just glad it's over now because then the— Miser- I would have liked to have seen some uh, extra games played. Yeah, but they suck. <laughs> they suck, and they would have broke your heart. Eh, I'm not invested in the Tigers that much, so I don't let them— 
people shouldn't have had high expectations for this year. My expectations rose when they were in like prime position to win, and then all of a sudden, well, um, they just crap the bed. Now there's a race. there's a race to who's going to get fired first, Osmus or Caldwell. Hot take: neither. Okay. Osmus, I think we'll be back unless something happens. Uh, unless like there's a manager that gets fired or becomes available. Caldwell, after the game, after uh, that, what a boy! That was a tough game to watch. That was just a, oh, it was a, awful. A, just an, just an ugly game. It's not. It wasn't like a defensive game like the the Michigan game was. It was just two really inept teams playing each other. Yeah, I think whoever was at home was going to win that game. Yeah, just going back and forth. The the suck just went back and forth. Oh, it was such a waste of time. Outside of the guy returning the kick for a touchdown. And some uh, halfway decent defensive plays. The Lions are a dumpster fire. Is this uh, on a scale of uh, zero being not that intense and ten being super intense? How is this uh, Caldwell uh, moment after the uh, game? Uh, I think it's not that big of a deal because Caldwell is always a douche. The thing about Caldwell is he thinks he's just, uh, some sort of genius and he can't give away anything. He thinks he's above everybody. The beat writers do not like Jim Caldwell. Is that right? That's what that's I, what you've heard from people who do that for a living, or who know people who do that. Let's for a say living. let's say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he thinks that he is hot ass, and that he, you can't question him. He's Jim Caldwell. He's the head coach of the Lions. Like he's some sort of okay. guy with nuclear codes. But you know, dude, you're a football coach and you're treating people like crap. People don't like him. I mean, if Bill Belichick does this, but he also has like five rings. Jim Caldwell, you have one. Um. He wasn't a head coach when he got that, was he? He was an assistant. Assistant, yeah. Okay. He went. He took the Indianapolis Colts to the Super Bowl with uh, another guy's team, basically. Yeah. Okay. With uh, Tony. Uh, Tony Dungy. T- yep. And yep, yep. Uh, he's not that good of a coach. He made a lot of mistakes as the Indianapolis coach, but Peyton Manning kind of bailed him out, and no one really paid attention. They're like, oh man, yeah, Jim Caldwell's awesome. It's kind of funny how they went like two and fourteen the one year Peyton Manning wasn't there. He's not that good of a coach. This is uh, after the game yesterday. What about Tate? Why did you We move him in and out. We They're talking about Golden Tate, right? Yeah, because he had a yeah he had a bad moment where Stafford got picked. Tate should have broke the route. He went. He kept yes. going. Stafford threw the ball the way he was supposed to, and they kept like taking him out. They didn't play him that much. I think he only had one catch for like one yard. Golden yeah. Tate's been disappointing yeah, so far. Bad game. So they were out talking about why uh, they didn't play Tate as much. Chance you see Andre's pretty hot. Uh, pretty. Uh, let, let me finish talking, or do you want you want you want to let me finish? Do you want me to let me finish talking? You ask me a question, I'm going to answer. Don't interrupt me, okay? Oh, Just leave it plain and simple, all right? <laughs> um, we move him around quite a bit. We gave Andre an opportunity. Andre, you know, obviously deserves, and it was our plan beforehand. Um, you know, um, so, but he came back in. He was back in there, and, and he'll do well. Every game is different. <laughs> that was kind of his go-to response last year. Every game is different. Hmm. Okay, Jim. Well, they all kind of uh, end up turning out the same way, don't they? Man, this is bad. Uh, I, but I, I, don't, I really don't care about the Lions. They're they're such a waste of time. Well, like, you can't get invested I, in the Lions. You know, you have a lot of people you watch who spend a lot of money on that team, and they and 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 it. Well, I think what's remarkable is the uh, is the is the unbelievable track record of unparalleled failure. <laughs> For such a long duration of time, it's really something because there was a time when the New England Patriots were 
pretty pretty good in like when they went to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. against the Bears. They were good enough to get there. Right. And then they went through a really really bad spell and now and then, then they, they went to the back. Super Bowl again against uh, then, you know, the Packers they lost. Team teams cycle. Oh and, yeah. But they there's never really an uptick on on that organization. And no. and no matter Oh, I mean, what what you throw in there, it always seems to work out that way. I watched a team like the, pay, it's remarkable. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, when I started watching football, they were good. And then they sucked. And then they went back to being good. They won a Super Bowl. Then they went back to sucking. And then they went back to being good. And now here they are. Yeah. Uh, that, the team cycled so much. And all all that time, the Lions have just sucked. Yeah, I, so can't, I can't. You can't really get invested in this team anymore. No, it's no. just hard to really get past. The people who are passionate about this team are stupid. It's staggering to see how it has gone, and um, now it's starting to look like that two and fourteen prediction, which I have no knowledge of anything. I just threw out a number based on how poorly they've done over the years. I don't have. I'm not a. You people know. I don't know anything about sports. That's why they hired me here, <laughs> and. But now at one and three, one and three, it seems, and that it really isn't the end of the world. I mean, no. they've got three straight home games. If they win those, they'll be four and three. Think about the Lions, though. But they're not going to when when the pressure is on. When you can actually do something, they fail and fail miserably. When pressure is off and they are out of the playoffs, and then they start playing well, kind of like last year. One and seven, season's over, and then all of a sudden they go six and two, beating some decent teams. You're like, how does that happen? It's because they can't play under pressure. All right. Now, um, in the next segment, uh, there's a couple of things going on. Uh, a piece of audio you need to hear based on Donald Trump's sniffs and Hillary Clinton's coughs <laughs> and, the ba- and the band Queen. When those three get together, you have gold. That and an unexpected visit uh, by Trump Friday. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, Doan on a road trip. All that on the way as uh, we do this show and get it started here on a Monday morning. And remember, if anybody asks you who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. The free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for the time. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.